ATL Sports Talk with Eugene Morton coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, via Stitcher. I said via, via <laughs> Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. We're going to do our little weekly NBA update here on the playoffs, which up to this point have kind of been as we felt it would be. I think the seating was a little bit different than what we had previously discussed, but a lot of the usual suspects are here. Yep. With the exception of OKC, I think he says only one out of the group of uh, the group of eight that's left, right? Right, the okay. original. That, yeah, it still kind of worked. It was funny the East didn't change one bit from our picks, but the the West kind of shifted a little shifted bit. Shifted a bit, yeah. Okay, so then we have um, Golden State and the Rockets right now, and then we have Denver and Portland, and we have the Bucks, the Celtics, and. Philly in the Raptors. And I, I think our final was Golden State winning it, all, winning it all, of course. Right. And we had Golden State in the Raptors in as the, as the finals. We did. It was our finals pick, which it still looks like we're online for that. One thing I would ask you just to play devil's advocate here is, do you think Golden State is vulnerable at all? Oh, I do. Now watching them these last couple, this this the Clippers gave them... A hard, really hard time. But then you had that that guy called, you know, named Kevin Durant, who just drops fifty points whenever he feels like, you know. So l- let's talk about that for a second, because I've said this on other shows, and I'm going to keep nailing this point home, Eugene. As long as that man plays for Golden State, I don't think they're beatable. I just don't think they're beatable. Right? It's it's Golden State's a great team without him. But they are a super, super team with him. Right. Because that's how great of a player he is. He's just that player. He's a player who can come off a slump and score 50. Right. There's not very many of those, you know. Um, And even before that, the 50-point games make his 30-point games look like they're nothing. But he still, he can score 30 to 50 in his sleep. When you have somebody who can give you that kind of offensive firepower at the height he's at, which in at the release point that he releases the ball at it's, it's hard to stop. He can shoot over almost anybody, if not anybody in the league. So to me, that equals unstoppable. When you have smaller players that do it, I'm always of the opinion that if you go back to old school basketball, try to body them up, body them up a bit, which you can't really do as much. You can do a little bit more in the playoffs than you can in a regular season, right? but you can't really do it as much in today's game. He still would have been a good player to me. Uh, KD, just because of his height, physical specimen, he still would have, kind of like LeBron James, physical specimen, still would have been a good player, probably no matter where you put him at in the, in the, in history of the league versus Steph Curry, who might have had harder times in the earlier days of the league where they would have just been trying to just kill, kill the guy, right. you know? Um, so what are your thoughts on the first round now that it's over? Uh, well, I think every matchup was pretty, I mean, the Brooklyn Nets, they were, I mean, they're, again, they were one of my little feisty group, little there, feisty man. group. They're fun to watch on league pass last year. They're going to be fun to watch in league pass coming That's up. It's called league pass team. Huh? That they are a league pass team. <laughs> I mean, uh, granted when they were down, I mean, when they went to, was it game five? They definitely turned into, Hey, this is why they're number eight seed. Yeah, right? absolutely. You, and you kind of are what seed. you are. Yeah. Same thing with Orlando. They had that nice game when they won when they beat, Toronto, but again, 
I watched they, they just played with no energy. Mm-hmm. So they didn't they didn't come out and play like a down a, a, a game. They didn't play like a team that was down three one. Well, you got to be able to do it for four games. Yes, and that's how you get to some of the the or being the best team in my opinion. Like you, the four games, um, barring injury, because sometimes you'll have series seven game series where somebody's key player gets hurt. Then it's a different it's a different ball game. But if everybody has their horses for all seven games i believe that nine times out of ten the best team comes forward you know because you have to win four games right you know which gets you a definitive best team in my opinion if if both teams are healthy and then you have that the well the best series out of all of them was definitely the okc portland series there was just no i think that's because of their matchup they may be more evenly matched like you had when you looked at the Clippers Golden State series it had its moments but I never thought Golden State was going to lose that um same thing with the Rockets and the Jazz did you ever really feel like the Rockets were going to lose no they it was just, it was one of those ones they're going to win one game right right I mean the only difference was on the Golden State side the Clippers won two games versus I mean that so and people thought it was disastrous for Golden State so yeah. that's funny you're you're so good that even uh, t- uh, team winning two games people already that's a disaster right um the denver spurs games were just boring to me um <laughs> it's like I, watching paint dry uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a huge fan of denver in general um just watching denver not i don't really know a lot about them for one for two i'm just not a huge fan of just watching Denver basketball, at least with the Spurs, I would have had DeMar DeRozan. I would have had LaMarcus Aldridge and, and pop, of course. And I enjoy watching pop coach teams. Um, but Denver just had nothing going for me. So I didn't really pay attention to that series a ton. Um, and now they're going up against Portland. Yep. So the Portland OKC matchup, when you look at that first round, was one of the more even matchups. Both teams had something. Both teams had stars right. on them. So and they were a little bit evenly matched up. You know, even though Houston and and the Rockets or Houston and and uh, Utah were the four or five seeds. I like the Portland OKC matchup. I like that matchup. But Portland took care of business and and Dame Lillard, man. What I don't know right. if you can say enough about that guy. I, I really like him. I'm a fan. I think they're one more player away from serious contention. If yeah. They had one more player. One more. Yeah. Cause McCollum is, is, is great. Um, and so they have their shooters, give them an inside guy, an inside threat there. Give them one more player. Like put Anthony Davis on that team. Could you imagine Anthony Davis on that Portland scary. team? I think they're instant contenders. If, uh, well, Anthony they had Davis, an inside guy, but he got injured. So yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and I'm not sure if he was, he injured before the first, before, oh. Did he play in the first round at all? No, no, he was injured way before. Way before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you have um a solid what about a Kawhi Leonard to Portland? Do you think they make instantaneous? Or are they playing too much too similar? Maybe. I like the Anthony Davis though. That definitely makes them, but You're right, right, right. Somebody like that. Or maybe Boogie if he didn't get injured, if he had gone there and been able to clog up that, you know, because Boogie is a spread five, man. He can inside outside of you. So that, I think something like that would have worked out for them. But we'll see. We're on to the next series here. Um, Denver, I have Portland. I have Portland here, too. I just don't respect Denver as a two seed, but no. that's probably my fault. It's my fault. I got to say that. That's probably because I'm just not a fan of the style of basketball that they're playing. Um, it's 
just not super exciting. That's probably the worst analytical approach. Well, and well, yeah, look <laughs> that too, I could have the first month they built up that big lead because they were playing really bad teams. They right. were playing, I mean, below 500 teams for like the first month of the season. So don't be wrong. I mean, they, they earned their second seed, but I mean, a lot of that was built in that first month and it's like, okay. So they were able to build that up and kind of keep it going. I mean, they're a good team. They, and I hate to say this about our beloved Hawks, but they remind me of the, of the Hawks team that won that 60, that 60 game. But the fool's gold season. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. Yeah. So it reminds me of that where, okay, they were, they were fun regular season team because Denver, they had some, I mean, they they were fun. They had some good highlight real. I mean, Jokic is this, he's, he's fun to watch. Now now Jokic is a, is a um, real deal, real deal player. Yeah. um, He's, um, this is not a takeaway on him as a player. He's actually, he's, um, He's as advertised. Yes. So I I don't have any issue with him. I guess it's more so just the team in general and their two the high, the high seat of the team. And I think that's a good comp that you just made to the Hawks when they were one first overall. Right. And then LeBron took them back down to earth. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that's what's going to happen with Denver eventually. You know, they're number two seed, but I don't think they're better than the Rockets. No. Um. But the Rockets were a four seed. Yeah, and. But again, that was in the last, I mean, if you look at those regular season standings, there were so many teams from three through six, three through seven that were like a game from each other. Like if you won this game, you would have been in the seventh seed versus the third seed. I mean, there were, they were so close, all those teams at the very end. So mm-hmm. even Houston going down to, what are we saying? They were number four. Four seed. They were yeah. number three for like the longest time to like, the, I think the last game of the season and they dropped to number four. Well, you got um, who do you have there? Portland, Denver, Portland. I just they can't. There's nobody on that on that Denver team that can stop Dame Lillard. Lillard, Dame Lillard. God, can you pronounce his last name? Right. I mean, even and this is the thing when I watched the other series. Why did they not keep Schroeder on Dame Lillard? Why did OKC switch on him? Because it was I think it was game was it game three? Yeah, or game yeah it was game three. Schroeder was guarding him in the first half and he was shutting him down. Right. And then they, for whatever reason, they took him off of him in the third quarter. That's where he scored all those points. Yeah. And then the, uh, the decisive game is they, he wasn't on him at all. I mean, he might have switched right. on him, but I, didn't, right. I did not see him guard him at all in the first half. I don't half. think that anybody was stopping him that last game. I think Dame Lillard went into that game, Eugene, with the, thought that he was going to put this away now. Oh yeah. Like he he was, was going to settle it that night. He was, I'm, I'm done. I'm, t- I'm tired of the talking. Let's end this now. He was going to settle it that night yeah. and he came out from start. Let me tell you something. When I was watching the game and I told you before, I think I texted you and it was like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I started watching that game, not anticipating finishing watching it. You know how we get at this time of the year, we're going to watch whatever's on. Like, yeah. and these games are on. Um, I'm going to watch it. I'm watching the game um, due to how late it was going to finish. I didn't anticipate actually staying up to finish it. Right. You know, but Dame came into this game from start to finish being amazing. And it was kind of like I couldn't take my eyes off of it because no matter what, whether they win or lost, Mm -hmm. he was um, a significant factor from the very beginning. So it's only right that at the very end, he, uh, makes the shot he makes the way he makes it because I feel like that was a good exclamation point 
put on a game that he played a certain type of way, which was aggressive. And I don't know if anybody was going to be able to, to stop him that night. Anyway, no. that night we'll see if he can muster up that same type of, of energy for this, uh, for the next series. And where was I got? And if I'm an OKC fan, I'm, I'm pissed because I'm like, where was that team? The first three games or the first four games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that's the OKC team that, should have been that was we were talking about five do you weeks think ago. OKC needs what do they need to get the over to the next level? We talk about what Portland needed. What do you think OKC needs oh, to get know. over to that? Well, they don't have over any, that hump. Well, they've got to get. I mean, they. I don't know. I mean, I I saw quotes from uh, Russbrook saying, you know, hey, I need to be a better shooter. So he's gonna he's gonna work on his shooting. And they said that he was he was in the gym until four a.m. trying to replicate um, Dame Lord's shot from that night. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. So I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, you think, of, I mean, they got Paul George. I mean, I don't understand what the heck happened to Steven Adams. All of a sudden he, he decided at that last game, Oh, wait a minute. I'm the, I'm pro I'm the most, I'm more talented big guy than anybody they've got in Portland. Why am I not taking advantage of this? So he finally waits till that game to, to, to show up. I think he'll be in Portland sp- had Enos Cantor out there. He did. He, he, he did. But Enos I mean, Cantor sighting. Yeah. So uh, I think Adams will be the fall guy. I think they're going to think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Think he's out of here. I think they'll trade him. Really? Who did they get? I don't Adams, know. Adams is a serviceable big man. He, he is. But I mean, if you're looking for a fall guy, hmm. I don't know. Uh, you can't I mean, trade your actual fall. So, and I, no, I really hesitate to do this, man, but uh, I kind of have to step out there and do it. At a certain point, you really have to, because this is, and this pains me to do this. You have to look at who the best player on the two, the representative of the team is. Yep. Right. And that is Russell Westbrook. Yeah. This didn't bode well for him and how he's done since Katie has left. I don't know if they've gotten out of the first round of the playoffs. I think I read that he is four and eighteen since Katie's left, or yeah, hmm. from the playoffs. You, you got such an amazing player, right? He's an amazing player who I feel like I would take him on the Hawks today, and that's why that, that's the the double that's the the um, I would say the double edge sword of the situation or the catch twenty two of the situation or however you want to describe it. You got a player who I would take tomorrow. But I'm criticizing today. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'm criticizing. Can you win with this guy? But I'm thinking if I got the phone call on this show right now and, and they say, <laughs> listen, we can get Westbrook. All I need you to do is is be here at this point tomorrow. I would stop this show. Right. And I would go get him right now at yeah. this second. Yeah. Right now at the second. However. You have a guy who's taking up. a. OK, you know what this reminds me of? Actually, and this is not a complete comp because Kobe was at the end of his career, but it's kind of like Kobe in those later years. Yeah. You know, your best player, your representative of your team is being seen as one of the reasons why you can't get over the hump at the same time. What do you do with that? I don't know, because, I mean, he he bleeds OKC, so he's not going to go anywhere. And if I'm OKC, I'm not moving him. Yeah. So, I mean. I, I mean, we all we all love the Paul George, and we all know Paul George was 100 percent beast, beast but, mode. I, I, I'm a big Paul George fan. But I mean, man. I don't. I mean, that team, 
even with Paul George not being 100%, they still were the most better talent of the team. They still have better talent on that team than Portland, but they just not play. They did not play up to their potential. So what do you, what do you do? I don't, I, I'm going to It's almost like a worse problem than not having anybody. Yeah. <laughs> because when they were adding all those pieces, you're like, okay, I see what they're doing. They're, they were literally building a team to, to stop um, the Golden State Warriors. So they were copying what Houston did last year. They're build, building all these, you know, trying to get those that rotation of, you know, 78 guys that can come in there and, you know, fill those minutes and, you know, hit those tough shots. Houston has that now. They've, they've built that team to be Golden State Warriors. And, you know, five weeks ago, six weeks ago, we were talking the same thing about OKC, but something just happened. Uh, they just they just couldn't shoot now and their defensive got got worse which, you know, I just, I, I don't understand. Some of the things I've been hearing is that, or I've been seeing, seeing and hearing is that he, he can't be the best player on a championship team. What do you think about that? He, I, I agree. I mean, he can't be the best player, but that's when you, I mean, when you put him, Paul George over him, mm. I mean, I have a hard time with maybe that. Maybe one man. A or one B. It, it, Definitely both ones. Okay. Definitely both ones. Right. I think that's pretty good. Like a 1.1, 1.2. Yeah. You know, not even a 1.4. Like yeah. 1.1, very close. Very because close. when you look at, if when you put Paul George on that Indiana team, um, one of the big differences, of course, Indiana's in the East. So that's a big difference. You put Westbrook on the team, maybe they have the same results. But what has been questioned, and I think this is something that I've, I've, um, read often about Westbrook is that they don't ever question his athletics. They question his decision-making as far as him having to make the decision whether to, uh, with the game on the line. Yeah. And not having that come through with results when that is the case. Like if he's the person who's got to make the decisions, you see what happens. Yeah. And it always comes down to you like, dude, stop. If he would just, I mean, I know he wants to be a better shooter and that's great. But stop taking those five to six bad shots. Just don't take them. And he did a better job of that this year. But then when he got the playoffs, then you're like. Well, he's he, facilitated, I feel like, better than what people give him better, credit for. But then he started calling, kind of going the last couple of weeks. I Back feel like, into what, what comfort zone is? Well, that I feel like, too, I think he feels like he had to put it on his shoulders. Because I don't think he was getting. Or maybe he wasn't trusting his guys enough. I mean, it, it, that last game. That like again, that was the Portland team. I'm sorry, that was the OKC team that that looked you know looked like the team before the All Star break and post you know after the All Star break for a little bit, but then they just started. Then at the again, Dan um, Russell going back to his his usual thing. Hmm. So then, GM Morton, what is the move you make on OKC? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I don't want I. I don't, I don't want, envy I would, that job. I don't envy that job. <laughs> tell you I that. I mean, other because than he's going to be more important than any uh, executive there. Maybe put another shooter in there. You know, that's the only. But I mean, they have. That's the thing. They have good shooters, and so I don't know what are you adding that you didn't already have. I mean, other than other than Adams, maybe you get and maybe I mean they don't even need another you know, all star. They just need a another great player. Yeah. They don't need somebody who's even um, all-star caliber. And maybe they need a, um What about this then? If I'm a GM, maybe I give them a true one. 
a true point guard, move Russell to the two. Yeah, I like that. Move Russell to the two, have Paul George at the three, and then give them a um, a point guard who's a true facilitator of the ball. Yeah. Maybe somebody who doesn't shoot that great, but is a true facilitator. They can, you know, a great passer, somebody right. who can, a good floor general for them. Yeah. And it, to um, credit, he does, he did a good job of that this year. Not of letting Schroeder does, take that over. He does a better job at it than I think he gets credit for. Yeah. Like people like to crucify him. That's why I said it, it was, it pained me to do it because I feel like he's, it's hard to crucify a player that you would drop everything and go get. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, God, if you had that, if you had five Russell Russ, Wes Brooks on your team, <laughs> bleh, can you get that out? You're winning a championship because that guy, if they're, I've With never the seen, motor, you're not going to stop him. You're not going to stop him. I've never seen someone uh, play the game that looks so pissed that he has NBA skills. He's like an alien, right? <laughs> he's like, a, I'm giving you the skill to play basketball and I am, and he just looks so mad about it. Like, oh, I'm so pissed that I'm so good at this game. <laughs> you know, I've never seen someone play that, but it, that intense and still have it under control. True. True, because he's people's when they're um, knocking him, call him a stat stuffer and all. Well, let me see you stuff the stats. Yeah. Let me see your favorite player just be able to stuff the stats like that. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some people who are more natural at their position and there are certain people who are otherworldly like your KDs and LeBrons of the of the, of the world. But the thing is, you can't compare people to those like those aren't fair comps to me because they are. I don't like them. And I see certain sportscasters do this a lot compare players to the best game in the game yeah casually compare you to michael jordan right casually compare you to tom brady or casually compare you to bill belichick they'll casually compare you to legends right and clearly the legends are outliers so if you take them out of the game you see russell westbrook averaging a triple double and people say well he's just doing it um because he wants his numbers well, every player wants their numbers. Right. Newsflash. Yeah. Every NBA player wants their I, numbers. I, I would say he was doing that his MVP year, definitely trying to pad the stats. And they were helping him that. But he's he's doing it consistently. Now. He's doing it on consistent basis now. Right. Consistent. This is yeah. who he's been this the last three years. Been. It's not like <laughs> MVP year. Yes, I will. I will gladly have. I will not argue with anybody saying he was padding his stats. I get it. And that was the first year. Was that the first year KD left? Or was that the second year? I can't remember really think of first or I can't remember the year, but again, but Katie wasn't there. He though. wasn't there. So yes. And they didn't really, the, he was the only one there. So it and now it's pre Paul George, pre Paul. Right. But now he's going after those. I mean, he's going after three pounds. Like guys aren't getting out of there. I mean, he's, he's going after him. He's getting his, he's still getting the assists and he's not even the point guard. Right. Which is uh, insane, but he has the ball in his hands a lot for that team. And, once again, it's hard to argue. It sometimes is a bigger problem to not to have a great player and not know what to do with it versus having no good players. Right. Because then your solution is, is pretty easy. Yeah. You just got to go to draft better. Maybe try to address things through free agency. Maybe have a few things fall your way. In this particular case, you got what's on paper is a solid team, but not getting you the results you want, which leads to a more difficult Fix. Yeah. I like your fix though. That, that makes sense. Give him a true number one. Maybe, uh, maybe a guy who's not a high scorer, like you said, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe like a 10 pointer or 10, right, 15, exactly. 15 and 10 guy. 
Exactly. You know, exactly. There you go. Not really looking for, you know, points, but can, you know, hit those open, hit the open jumper when he's, when he's open, hit the open guy, you know, somebody who's got maybe better decision-making intangibles than the physical abilities. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause then I feel like you can put them in that spot. They're not necessarily worried about getting the credit, but they can, they can run the floor. Right. And you can trust their decision-making late in the game, you know, and you're not worried about um, somebody trying to play hero ball. Yep. And that's when you have the abilities of a Russell Westbrook. You can be accused of that. But, and, and people have accused him of being a bad teammate, playing the hero ball. But I feel like the only people who are really going to be able to hold him accountable for that is his teammates. And I'm not a big fan of press disliking a player that's loved by his teammates because they're the ones who really know. Yeah. You know what I mean? The teammates know more than the press do. And if yeah, the teammates saying, oh, he's a great guy, yeah. he's getting crucified in the press, I kind of have a hard time with that. Right. And the only teammate that he's had beef with was Kevin Durant. And so we all know that history. So, And even when Kevin Durant had his burner account, he was like, you can't win with those guys. You know, only Russ is there. So he did give Russell the credit, even yeah. on his burner account, right. that this is the only guy there. Right. And it's not like he crucified Russ then, and he could have. And with his burner account, he kind of said, hey, it's only Russ. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we have um, any updates to our, our playoff situation? I, well, I'm going to throw a curveball since I got the hard shirt on today. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going Houston next round. I Like I said, I Houston knows who they are. Wait, 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 yes, wait, wait. I'm, I'm changing wait, my Wait, pick. wait, wait, wait a second here, guys. Are you, because you do know who Houston's playing. I do. That's why I'm picking. I'm, I, Houston knows who you they are. You are wearing your heart and shirt. I am. Today. Are you right now, Eugene Morton? Let's see what today is. Today <laughs> is April 28th. Yep. When we're at the recording of this show, we're recording the show April 28th. Are you prepared to say that Golden State is going to lose? I am. I'm just going to say it. <sighs> I want, I just, I know I'm probably going to look like a fool. They just no. I wouldn't say you look like a fool but just, because I, I mean, like, is it a fool really to say that the person who in my that's my MVP pick? I have my MVP pick, my MVP pick for um, this year is Harden, and I said I'm going to kind of hold, I'm uh, kind of hold that for the complete end to see who has the better playoff run. Even though I know right. this is a regular season uh, reward. I'm going to kind of hold to see and I'm still kind of there, but I'm, I'm leaning the Rick leaning towards Harden, and I have not, haven't come off that yet. Right. I'm still leaning. Well, there. Giannis too, he played against Detroit the first round. It wasn't like he's playing in the big right. We're going to see a lot more from both players this round. Like I like both of these matchups. I like the Milwaukee Boston matchup yep. and I like the golden state Houston matchup. Like we yep. got some good basketball right um, ahead of us here, but I'm still leaning towards Harden. However, Eugene Morton, there's a guy that's on Golden State. His name is Kevin Durant. <laughs> okay. I've heard of him. He, uh, You might have heard of this yeah, guy. I think he's pretty good. Mr. 50 in his sleep. <laughs> okay. So we, um, I don't, I don't see this happen. Now, definitely, this is the, the rematch that a lot of people were waiting for. Um, because this is the, and I'm kind of glad that they get it. And I'm kind of glad Chris Paul's here. Because this was the whole if Chris Paul didn't get injured, right? Situation. So we've got a healthy Chris Paul, right? Finger knock on wood. Sorry, sorry <laughs> if I messed up the, iPod, uh, the podcast. You're right. Knock on some wood. It's ever saying that. <laughs> if we, well, I, and, I, and for his sake, I hope he's healthy. Yes, because I want to see Chris Paul 
at a, the height of his powers, um, go in and be able to compete. Yeah. You know, and then you could at least have that settled because you never want to have a situation where you're thinking like, man, if I was just healthy, I might have had a real shot. Right. You know, well, here we go. Here and we I go. hope that he's um, healthy enough to get through this. There's don't no forget they picked him. They took him seven this. games last year. They took did, him seven games. But I just don't believe somebody can slay the giant until the giant is actually slayed. You know what I mean? I agree. And when you have Kevin Durant out here, maybe it's just my high respect. I have such an extreme. If you haven't noticed, I, I <laughs> if you right haven't noticed with you. yet, I have such an extremely high respect for Kevin Durant that I um have a hard time picking against him. Have I? I felt the same way when he was with OKC. I just feel like that. This is this, this players. It's an otherworldly player. He was in a Hall of Fame as soon as he came into the league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I just I like Houston. They know who they are. This Golden State has, you know, they've looked iffy all year. I mean, that's I mean, again, that's the iffiest number one seed we've seen in a long time. Mm. They've, I mean. They got pushed by. Do you feel like that's got, a little bit of boredom and complacency with I, just being so great. You wake up like we're so great. It it is, but you've got to turn it on at some point. Again, they could definitely turn it on these next two rounds, and we look and I look like a fool. I feel like and they it, got <laughs> turned on the last game. I feel like they turned it on on the Clippers. You know, the last game, like they 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 said uh, enough is enough. Well, they should have done that when they got blown when they lost when they blew that thirty point lead. That True. should have been the wake up. True indeed. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, and they, I feel like they were looking for excuses or not excuses, but they were, obviously they brought Boogie in to kind of like, okay, let's win it for Boogie. Right. And that, that, narrative, that narrative doesn't change anymore now because it's okay, let's win it for Boogie because A, he's injured now. He's out for the playoffs. So now that narrative doesn't change, but. You got to find motivation where you can find it. Oh, I get it. I definitely get it. That's so, that's my thing is like Houston, they could catch him. This could be the this could be the series. This could be the, the series. series that Houston catches Golden State, and you pick, you have picked them to do so. Yeah, uh, and I'm going against my first pick because yeah, I was like you, but watching I've watched both of them on this this playoffs, and the great thing about it is those games that Harden didn't have his best game, his team picked him up. So. Again, with Golden State, if one guy doesn't have a good game, they've got two other All Stars. I mean, and two right. Hall, they got Hall a whole Famers. Other team you can run in here. Yeah, they got three <laughs> Hall of Famers just sitting on the roster, so it's a little different. But uh, again, they've got great. Houston's got great rim protectors, and they, they know who the scorer is. They knew, you know, they they've got that outside shooter. They've got the three pointers, the three point shooters. So it's gonna be a fun series. I agree. I agree. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, maybe it goes seven games. I really think Golden State can probably put this away in six if they're really at the if they're playing to the if they're playing up to their potential. Right. Golden State is one of those teams that if playing up to potential, they're in my opinion far away better than other teams. Yeah. If everybody is playing up to potential, you know. Um. The lackadaisical nature of it. like even still like we they've had a year. Let's look at this, and we're kind of we're gone over time, so we'll kind of end this here. Okay. When you look at this, Eugene, let's just finish with the fact that we've had all this talk about Golden State, right? We've had all this talk about how they've looked lethargic, how um, they don't look motivated, how. There's been beef, and when there has been, that's that's uh, serious, not serious, but that's true. 
Right. That's not something that's um, speculative. And even still, they're the number one seed. I know. That's still the crazy part about it, right? They're the number one seed in the West. (laughs) Even still, with all of that conversation, with all the teams that are out here, they are still the number one seed in the West. I have Golden State. I'm going to say Golden State in six. Do I want to do that, man? I really want to go seven. I want to go seven. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I think they go, go, I think go seven because. Um, but if they go seven, I feel like your rocket turn play. If they go seven, anything can happen. Well, seven there and they get uh, Golden State gets the final game home game too. They do. But we saw what happened with Cleveland. They got the final game, even though there was no KD there. But yeah. I feel like once you get to those game sevens, then once you get to those games where teams are kind of, they're, they're close, even though I think Golden State's better. I don't think they're way, way, way better than Houston. You right. know what I mean? It's not a situation where they're playing like um, uh, Denver or somebody like that, somebody that despite the seeding, I fight they're significantly better. Right, than, right, right. Um, they're not significantly better than Houston unless they're playing up to their maximum potential. I feel like maximum potential, they're significantly better than everybody yes. if they're playing up to their maximum potential. But if they're not playing up to their maximum potential, I think that they they're marginally better than Houston. And KD is what, what takes them over to edge. For right. Me, he's for he's a, he is the wild card. So, and if they get to seven games, I feel like your Houston is in real play. If they get to I, seven, I, like I said, I want to make as long as Paul George stays healthy through the, through the, through you mean the series, Chris Paul. what did I say? Paul George, Paul George, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a couple of, let's go Paul George. In my they head. wish they had Paul. Yeah. George they wish they had Paul George. <laughs> yes. Yes. Chris Paul, if he stays healthy, that's the, if he's got to stay healthy. Cause that's what happened last year. He got injured before that game seven. So a healthy Chris Paul. And Eugene is saying they're going to win. I think so. They, like I said, they know who they are. It's not like it's, there's no denying who they are. With with Golden State, you never know what team's coming out that that night. Are they going to be the team that where KD scores fifty and they blow out the team, or are they going to be the team that's up thirty and blows thirty point lead? So, hmm. well, I wish we uh, we had started the show with that because that is a shocker, right there. That is a shocker. I really, um, I'm still in the Golden State. Bus, but Eugene Morton has gotten off. Eugene has said, "My stop is here," and has boarded the rocket bus. <laughs> Born the rocket bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. This is Reginald ATL Sports Talk. Eugene Morton. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Google Play. See you next time.